This is Hannah. This is Jennifer. And this is Amanda. And this is Dick Talk and Mimosas. Welcome back to Dick Talk and Mimosas. I'm Amanda. We have a special guest via a video call right now. Our, our <laughs> lovely inpatient, Jennifer. <laughs> Hello. Um, yes, I am in a hospital bed and I'm very excited to be calling in for our very first call-in episode with our very, very special guest, Angela Santori in the studio. Yes, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've never done this before, so I'm like a, what did I say? I'm a noob with boobs. Noob with boobs. (laughs) I'm a noob with boobs. (laughs) And good ones at that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's funny because it's almost like you're a special guest on your own show right now, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Special guest, Jennifer, who usually is here leading the way. Um, yeah. So, uh, Jen, would you like to go in a little bit on, on what's going on here? Yeah. So I'm in a hospital bed because I went camping the other day and we went, um, cliff jumping into the river, the Kern river. And unfortunately, (laughs) I guess it was too shallow. The water was too shallow. And so I, while jumping uh, into the water, I shattered my heel. More than shattered. I, yeah, they said it exploded. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I'm here. I'm going to have um, surgery at some point once the swelling goes down, but they're taking good care of me. And uh, I'm in pain, but it's, you know, I'm just grateful to be alive and that I wasn't a more serious injury. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. And uh, yeah, grateful to all of the folks who've sent kind messages of support the last few days. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and there's two ladies on the DTMs that have broken foot. I know. Yeah. I told Jen that. <laughs> I if, hope Anna doesn't get a broken foot. I know. I know. I told Jen that if we, cause it's our opposite legs. So it's my oh. right and her left. We could tie them together and be like a three, three legged race now. Perfect. Cause yeah, <laughs> our two broken feet equals like most of one foot. Right. Yeah. I and love Anna it. did, Anna who is still on her sex turnship. Yeah. Uh, she is a sex slave. Uh, yeah. So I, the, sto- <laughs> the story is I was going to go rescue Anna from her uh, sex slavery when I was mauled by a bear. But, she, uh, yeah. She kicked <laughs> someone so hard that she exploded her foot on their face. Exploded my heel on She's a face. fucking Marine. It a baby. You should see the other guy. <laughs> yeah, you should see that fucking water, bro. <laughs> Anna will be back as soon as her in, uh, sex turnship is completed. And uh, yes. that should be very soon. Yes. So we look forward to having her back. Yeah. So on this episode, well, before I start that, I would like to uh, dive into what we have to drink here. Uh, Did you take Uh, a sip already? I I did. It's good. So it's called West and Wilder. It's red wine in a can. The can is adorable. I don't know if for anyone watching our video right now, we have Jen on a video. So I don't know if you can see it, Jen, but it's super cute. That's super cute. Wait, is that red wine? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Red wine in a can. Coastal red wine, uh, Sequoia, like drawing on here. So their Instagram is at West and Wilder. So West and then spell out A-N-D, Wilder. Yeah, and so our wonderful, wonderful liquor daddy gave us this. And they're at the liquor fountain. Order some before it's gone. I'm going to take a sip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can almost taste it through the video chat here like it looks really good the can looks amazing mm-hmm. i love red wine and it's nice uh, 
Yeah, really appreciate our liquor daddy, aka the liquor fountain. Also for came in a really pretty box. Can. Yeah, the box is even cool that the cans are in. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> the cans kind of match my hospital gown. I know they do actually. <laughs> Red wine colored hospital gown. Yeah. The box is pretty. It's this like cardboard box with more like line drawings of, um, I guess it's Sequoia. That's what it looks like on the can. And on the inside, there's a map. When you realize the value of all of it. I just poured it all over me. No! (laughs) This is why I always wear black. Same. (laughs) I have black on right now. So now my dress went from blue to purple. It's fine. It'll be a tie-dye dress now. <laughs> this was a tie-dye dye dress. A hospital, a hospital gown, like me. Okay? Yeah, yeah, we're hospital gowns. <laughs> All right. So on this episode, we were going to talk about dating age gaps, dating younger, dating older. I think we all have some stories. And Angela, would you like to start us off with a, <laughs> a little experience you've had with age gaps? Sure. Um, so Jen reached out to me to ask and asked me to be on this episode because um, I'm in a current relationship now. We've been together for two years and he is 13 years younger than me. 13? Wow. I, didn't, I didn't realize it was such a big oh. age. I Honestly, I, someone asked me and I was like, I think they're like eight years difference. 13. 13. I had no idea. Yeah. So well, he's, he's very he's mature not. and you're a beautiful young spirit and you, you <laughs> all the time, I'm like, why uh, does, like, wh- how does someone look so young yeah. and beautiful and spunky and happy and peppy like man you're good at it thank you when i tell people that i'm 36 they don't believe me yeah they're like what and i'm like well, i can show you my id I was born in 18 1985 yeah 85 maybe <laughs> so like yeah um and i don't like i feel like age is just a number it I is don't, yeah i don't feel 36 oh, yeah. i'm sure jen jen that i mean i met jen and jen when i found out how old jen was i was like Oh, we're going to be the same. We're the same person. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel 36. I feel 25. Right. Just with a lot more experience in life. Right. Basically. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, so when I started dating Noah, I also asked him permission. I was like, I'm going to talk about it. Are you cool with everything? Anything? Beautiful. And he's like, absolutely. I was like, anything not allowed? He's like, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, great. Okay. Um... He started like kind of pursuing. Jen was there. We were in a show together. (laughs) During Mackers is when it started. The like flirting and like him being interested. And I'm like, so you guys worked at the same place. Yes. So Jen and I are part of the same theater company, and he's also part of the same theater company. But there's always so everyone there is so young, Mm -hmm. and so I just, I I'm always very much like don't date where you work because you know right. I mean it's just it always gets yeah. a little hairy and I don't right I always try to keep it that way and especially at loft like I love the place but there's so many young people mm-hmm. and me being divorced and I don't know and so he kept just like we have the same humor uh-huh and then both <laughs> which was I was like, like a beautiful foundation like I love okay that. cool you gotta make me laugh for, yeah forever and then when he kept um pursuing and I was like what Were you kind of keeping it at arm's arm's yeah. reach? Yeah. Because I'm like, what is this boy? I'm not going to deal with a fuck boy. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. I don't have time for this. I don't have time to be anyone's mom. Yes. I, like, yeah. I don't have time for this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to date. I want to be in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm marriage maybe family yes Mm -hmm. down the line like i don't have time to fuck around basically so like an an initial um 
I don't know, like knee jerk reaction kind of was the fact that he was young was going to be. It He's not, not ready for a serious yeah. relationship. He mm-hmm. just wants to like, you know, keep it casual. Mm-hmm. All the dumb memes uh, that we see all, all over the, the internet. Dumb <laughs> fuck boy shit. But he didn't really come off as a fuck boy. So I was mm-hmm. like, eh. we had a lot of things in common. We can get coffee, I guess. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Like, we started watching horror movies together. That's perfect. Right up your alley. So he was like, you haven't seen this? We should watch this. And I was like, back and forth. So it ended up just working out. And then I was like, and then one night I was, I was like, I'm going to get him shit faced. And then I'm just like, (laughs) have at it. And I did. And I was like, oh, so like you basically made the first move on that because (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get this little boy drunk and take advantage of him. He's not going to be the fuck boy I am. Yeah. How old was he when you got together? 21. Because we've been together for two years. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and so I'm like, 21? Like, what do you know? Yeah, you don't know shit. You don't know anything. Yeah. You know, and so, and then it ended up like, we just kind of kept hanging out and having a lot of fun together. I mean, and Jen knows him personally. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. he's a really fun person. He's very positive and outgoing and... Um, what I really love about him is that you can take him to a party where he doesn't know anyone and he'll make friends immediately. Oh, it's so nice yes. when you don't have to, yeah, like babysit. I don't babysit. have to worry about him mm-hmm. at all. Because yeah. in my he's, last he's relationship, good. it was like that. I was like, he was always like, I'm ready to leave. When are you coming home? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, he's a very, because I've met him in acting school and he was always like just very personable, very, um, the fun, you know, very funny, always, you know, making friends. Like he, He's just a great guy. Um, so, you know, when you told me that you were getting together, I was like, oh, that's great because he's a great guy. Like, I know he's younger, but like, like you said, age is just a number and he is very mature. Um, so, you know, I, I was happy to hear that, that, you know, that match was taking place. Yeah. Um, and he's, and he's a comedian. Like, that's what Oh, yeah, good. that's right. He's a stand-up so comedian. going to make you laugh the rest of your life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so we've been together for two years. It's, I mean, we have our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And what I really love is that, like, there are things that he's working out in his life now that I did. So um, I have learned a lot of, like, oh, let me tell you how to do it. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, let him figure it out. And then if he gets stuck, like, I can guide him in certain things and stuff like that. Because he's still, like, figuring out career. Like, we all kind of are. Yeah, and that's what I've realized is like some of the stuff that he's figuring out now, we're still we're figuring out now at this age, so it really doesn't matter, right? As long as you guys are supportive for each other, like he's so supportive of my makeup schedule because I'm so crazy. I'm super supportive of his comedy. There's so much trust. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's been really good. It's just it's just really fun. It's really interesting when I tell people how much of an age difference there is. They're like, oh really? And I was like, yeah, but he's not like a typical 23-year-old. No, absolutely. that's why I was so shocked when you just said 13 years. I was like, for sure he's not that young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, Yeah, and I knew someone, uh, I met someone who, a, a friend of a friend, who like kind of went off on me about it because she was just like, what? He's still a child? You should have... I was like, you've never met him. Yeah, and also you're just projecting your own experiences onto someone else, which isn't fair. Yeah. So... I kind of, I had a really hard time letting go of the age, like probably the first year that we were dating. And mm-hmm. I was like really self-conscious about the age difference. And mm-hmm. I had to really like sit with it of like, well, what's, what's your issue? 
Mm-hmm. Why do you have an issue? Is it just because it's a number? Mm-hmm. Who cares? People date like, you know, it's it's more it traditional for like the woman to be younger than the man. Mm-hmm. I guess like, I guess you've kind of seen because my my mother and my father are 11 years apart. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But my it's my dad that's the one that's older. Right. Which is kind of normal. Right. We've created um, the stereotype that women can be younger, but which is garbage. So I, and I was like, well, if a woman can be younger than a man can be younger. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as he's like, you know, mature, mentally stable and, and willing and able to communicate and, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's not even necessarily about the commitment as long as you can commit or I mean, uh, um, communicate what it is that you're looking for. And that's what we're <laughs> really good at because during my marriage before divorce, we were in communication therapy. It was specifically communication therapy for 14 months. Yeah. So learning how to communicate, learning different ways to communicate, all these things. So, like, I have, like, a bachelor's in communication. And very good at, like, if you're really upset and you throw the words at me, mm-hmm. I won't listen to the tone and I'll listen to the message because I know the tone is not on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And then... He's also he because he's a Pisces. He's very oh. in his emotions. <laughs> yes, and he'll sometimes get really flustered and like I don't know. I'm like uh, just say it. Mm-hmm. Just say it. I don't care. Yeah, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. You're gonna hear me. Just and say it. Even even right now, you reenacting it is like so comforting. Like just the the just eye contact, it. the calmness, yeah. the like straightforward. Like let's just get to the just point. Tell yeah. me, tell me. And so we communication between the two of us is is my favorite part of our relationship yeah. because we can when we're having a moment of like if i'm having an insecure moment i'm like i don't really want to i feel really ugh. i feel i don't want to do this right now or whatever we're really good at communicating and vice versa sometimes he'll which is so refreshing mm-hmm. because how many times have we met a man that tries to communicate and they just shut down mm-hmm. yes <laughs> So many times. Yes. And what he will do is like, I'm not ready to talk about it. Perfect. Thank you for letting me know. He's And that has happened to me. And so he's like, I'm not ready to talk about it, but I'm going to want to talk about it with you. I'm like, great. We're on the same page now. Right? Yes. That's so mature. Setting a, a healthy boundary for communication. Yeah. And then I don't push. And then, you know, if it does like a month go by, I'd be like, I'm just checking in. Yeah. Are we still going to go back to this? Just checking in. And he's like, oh, yeah, actually. Because he isn't, you know, we're all in therapy. Mm -hmm. And and he does talk to someone. And I'm like, yay, yay, yay. I know. (laughs) Isn't it so refreshing? That I don't have to fix it most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's, it's amazing because all of what you said that he does right now, and anyone that's ever given you any hard time about an age difference, tell me... I don't know, five men over the age of 30 that actually do that. Because exactly. I, I probably couldn't. Amen. I don't know if I know, I know anyone, yeah. honestly, that can, that can step up in a way that he did. And he's, you know, what, now he's 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like my previous boyfriend before him was nine years older. Than you are. Yeah. Nine years older than me. So okay. he was in his 40s. Couldn't. What's the, difference? What's the difference been like? Um... 
I make a joke about it kind of a thing. I was like, I feel like when they're younger, they're a little bit more moldable. When they're in their 40s, they're like, the, the mold has they're set like, into stone. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. No. You got to carve it into the stone is what you got to do. Yeah. You got to chisel it like a Greek statue. So I had noticed that in my relationship with the gentleman that was um, nine years older than me, anytime I bring up an issue or whatever, there it was, it was tend to be a repetitive issue and he would hear me but um he would still do the same thing there was a lot of issues in that i was only with him for like six months yeah but like he was very much set in his ways Mm -hmm. where someone i feel like is a little younger or and, and it could be like that with anybody of any age but yeah that's the biggest thing is like someone that was in their 40s is very much set in their ways someone that's in their 20s is a little bit more moldable and open to Mm -hmm. change and whatever it's funny because what's coming up for me right now is like and i I reference this with children all the time too like how similar some things can be to training a puppy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, do you want the puppy that you can train and then be like set or do you want the old dog that doesn't care he's like it's worked this long fuck you like i know right (laughs) I'd rather run away than listen to you. <laughs> oh my god! Do you have experience, Jen, with a younger relationship? Um, yeah, I have. I've dated both older and younger. So I was actually married once to someone who was eleven years older. Mm. And I didn't realize um, there was wow. an age gap with with that. Yeah, I, I thought no, you were so pretty close in age. When I married him, I technically was still 26. I was a week away from my 27th birthday and he was 37. Um, so yeah. Um, I will say that there are some similarities between your story, Angela and, and the gentleman that you were with before, um, with the communication issues, because Mm -hmm. what I noticed was that he tended to, or, I mean, we both tended to, um, not communicate very well he tended to bottle things up and he was a bit passive aggressive instead of coming to me with issues he would wait Mm -hmm. like two months until Mm -hmm. he like blew up yeah and then it was all my fault isn't that the worst too because they want to bring something up from so long ago that you're like i I genuinely don't remember i know how i felt because isn't that the thing right you don't remember what people said or did but you remember how you feel it's like going mm-hmm. back to a problem that long ago it's like i don't know what i said or what you said or what happened but i know how i felt and now i can't prove anything to you because i can't recall what was said or done i just know that it felt shitty and now you want to like resolve something that i can't remember mm-hmm. it's like trying to solve a murder yeah. case from yeah. 50 years ago like and i don't know it's usually <laughs> the stupidest thing <laughs> Yeah, it was very frustrating because I was, you know, here I was in my late twenties. He was in his late thirties, and you know, it was just it was frustrating because now having done all the personal work, uh, development work, and now I'm in therapy, especially with you know communication, I feel like I'm a lot better at communicating. And um, you know, if someone has an issue, they should just come to me with it. We can talk about it like adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've had issues with you know older and younger um but um my my current partner is three years younger um and i've i've dated as young as 10 years younger and you know there are like good pros and cons you know but um i think i might have found the sweet spot um yeah yeah. not too far yeah actually he's turning 35 next month so i yeah i guess it's like a four-year difference but Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh yeah so um, what other what other like differences have you noticed with dating older versus younger? 
Mm. Um, he, uh, uh, younger has a lot more energy to stay out at night. And mm-hmm. me, yeah. ugh, so tired. I'm like, 10 o'clock, I'm like, I'm tired. And he's like, no, I want to eat dinner at midnight. And I'm like, no, I'm in, I'm in deep sleep by then. I was like, I was like, you can't, I'm going to be asleep. Um, but when, when I was dating older, it was very much like, it turned into companionship really quickly, which I felt like, like we ended up like, cause as you get older, you get more tired. Mm-hmm. So I just noticed like we didn't have as much energy compared to mm-hmm. like, and that's what I think that, like, that's the most fun thing about Noah is that he's young and energetic and kind of keeps me going. I'm like, okay, fine. Here we go. Yeah. Rally, 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 rally. Let's go. Let's yeah. go and do it. And then sometimes <laughs> it's the reverse. Um, I think that was kind of it. It was mainly like, to be honest, dating older and dating younger, sometimes their their like immaturity, I guess, quote unquote, is mm-hmm. very very much the same. And it, mm-hmm. and, it, and it comes with life and past experiences and stuff like that. Um, what I do like about, especially, and this all really does just come down to someone who can really communicate. Mm-hmm. Are you good at communication? It doesn't really matter what your age is. Right. Because there's so mm-hmm. many times where I'm I've tried to talk to someone who the relationship that I was in that was older and just goes right over their head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, but again, out of, curi- out of curiosity, what, what is your love language and what is Noah's love language? Ooh, good question. After your guys's episode, <laughs> Noah and I talked about this cause I was like, I want to know. And he actually asked me the question. My love language is acts of service. Hundred percent. If you can take my car to get an oil change, if you can go <laughs> run to the grocery store and grab me a couple things that I need, things that, that you can take off of my to do list. Oh, oh that's so I sweet. love it. <laughs> Literally, because what you're doing is you're freeing up my schedule to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, is basically how that works. His mm-hmm. love language is physical touch, mm-hmm. which is hard for me because I didn't grow up in a very affectionate household and and my sister and i now try to be affectionate when we hug each other it's weird but we do it we just do it if we practice more and more it'll become natural if it's not it's always we're still really weird we've been doing it for years but he's very much physical touch um so i have to keep reminding myself it's physical touch i have to make sure that i'm constantly like Mm -hmm. holding his hand or touching him or whatever so that's a new thing for me i'm like keep going So, um, that's his. And so for mine, it's very much like, um, acts of, oh man, if you could just, if I don't want him to be my assistant, but if he just <laughs> willingly does it, mm-hmm. great, uh, great. And so when, cause you said that you heard the episode and talked about it, mm-hmm. do you feel like that created more space for that? Or do you think everything was already kind of like. No, I think it did. Yeah, okay. Because um, he brought it up, and I was like, oh, this was a TikTok Mimosas episode. Let's talk about this. I was so excited. And he's like, what? And I was like, no, 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 the podcast. And um, I was like, no, I love this, because we named them all off. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I just remember physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation. Gifts. Gift giving. And quality time. And quality. So quality time is a big one, is like our both number twos. Yeah. So quality time. And so I told him, I was like, yeah, so if, like, I can get the stuff off my to-do list, because I'm always, I'm a busybody. I like to stay busy. Yeah, you're always busy, girl. Always busy. And if he can help me with some of the things, that means I can stop and spend quality time and physically touch Relax. him. Relax. 
then quality time physically touch him. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was, that was a fun conversation. Yeah. So I learned a lot from that episode. So yeah. that was great. Do you guys, well, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jen. Well, I was going to say, um, you kind of brought up something, um, earlier that, I mean, it is something to think about when dating older and younger is like, where are you in life? Mm-hmm. What are your family plans? Do you want to get married? Like those questions come mm-hmm. up when you're dating someone who's significantly older or younger. Yeah. Um, and you know, like for me, I'm 38 and I don't necessarily want to procreate, um, but I'm open to marriage. And so whoever mm-hmm. I end up with just needs to know that I don't necessarily want to, you know, make a tiny human, but I'm open to marriage. So, um, you, you know, can hire me as your nanny. It's okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and those things like, uh, come up for either of you when, um, when dating any, you know, older or younger significant others. Yeah. I'm kind of, <laughs> I did it in a very terrible way. <laughs> no. I like this story both Let's- times. So when <laughs> I'll tell you, Noah's. so when Noah was like, I want us to be in a committed official relationship. And I said, okay, I'm going to throw some things at you right now. So you can yay or nay them. And if you nay them, then we're going to go our ways. Because again, I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time for bullshit. And um, so literally at that dinner, when he was asking me to be in a committed relationship, I was like, I just want you to know what you're being committed to. Um, I want to have children someday. I don't care if they come from my body or from someone else's, like adoption, foster, whatever. I don't care. I just want there to be children in my life at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, just to be like, m- marriage at the time when we had the conversation wasn't on the table because of the divorce. Now I'm more, way more open to it because I'm like, okay, fine. You know, in the end, I'm like, okay, I already had a wedding. Like I already did it. Right. Uh, But if he, that's something that's important to him. I'm fine with that. And and that's what I was going to bring up because I've been in relationships where the other person has been married and is like kind of meh about it. And I'm like, but I haven't had that. So like, it's important for me. Exactly. If he wants that experience and he wants the whole wedding and the whole shebang, great mm-hmm. let's do it i'm not wearing a white dress just settling yeah. right now <laughs> i mean i don't plan to either but it's gonna be black or blood red right yeah yes so i told him i was like i know i'm throwing some like big things at you but this is if we're gonna do this this is what's gonna happen and he's like yeah i'm down for it i'm like you're sure you hear can you speak this back to me to make sure you process <laughs> what i'm saying because that happened to me in, that happened to me in my marriage mm-hmm. so when we got married sure i got married young at 25 um was the idea of having a family blah 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 six five years six years later we're in therapy and he turns to me he's like i decided i don't want kids and i was like oh. and and it's hard because it's like you know people do change their mind and 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 that's okay. But yeah, it's rough when you're like, I thought we were under an understanding. Page. Yeah. So, and I was like, well, that's a deal breaker for me. And that's ultimately, there were other things, but that's ultimately what broke that marriage. It was yeah. like, I want children someday. Yeah, it's completely different life plans. I keep hitting this microphone, sorry. And then in the <laughs> end, like, it doesn't, I know that I'm 36 and I would be 
consider geriatric pregnancy and like <laughs> literally whatever i don't care where they come from i'm, I'm riding those coattails too i'm like <laughs> what literally whatever i know people in their 40s giving birth like so it still can happen yeah, yeah. yeah. you know maybe his young sperm can be super energetic and find the old old chrome <laughs> eggs and find it, them it will if find the youngest <laughs> most energetic one in there nope nope that one <laughs> ah, i can swim farther for that one. <laughs> oh my god if it becomes because the idea is like i had this vision of like has anybody seen the movie brave on disney yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah. with all the, the orange haired babies because mm-hmm. he's a he's a ginger he's a redhead and i was oh like god. all the the little three the triplets <laughs> i was like i texted him a picture i was like this could be us yeah it could be anyway oh, I can, you know I, I just imagine like like little Noah's sperms with like his red hair <laughs> swimming through blowing in the wind to the egg and like his face on each sperm like making jokes as he gets there oh my god <laughs> yep basically that'd be they're just gonna be all jokesters and that's fine and then again in the if we get, ever get to that point and it's not possible to have children there are so many like children that have been in the foster care system that need to be adopted that just need loving supporting homes mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. I'm also fine with that so yeah and it doesn't make you any less of a mother or any less of a family or exactly and it it doesn't it does so and then he was he's completely okay with that Mm -hmm. so i was like okay that's great great and even when i had that conversation i had the same conversation with the gentleman that i was dating for six months Mm -hmm. that's nine years older than me and i literally same thing and i was like here's what i want i want this to be long term with children mm-hmm. are you okay with that i want children you hear what i'm saying <laughs> like i just don't like sh- i just shit or get off the pot like i don't have time right i'm 36 i don't have time <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he was also okay with it so that's kind of i like i don't i tried the sugar coating stuff and it didn't work out very well mm-hmm. i would sugarcoat it but it's like i also don't bring it up on the first date because that's also kind of scary oh that's what i did before the first date really yeah (laughs) (laughs) my my last relationship is like uh, a work date at my house with friends it was someone that you know i just i just thought he was someone's friend so i was like whatever you can stay and work while everyone leaves and i'm gonna keep working you're gonna keep working whatever and he's like i remember the story yeah and he's like uh so and starts talking and asking me questions and stuff and i was like let me shoot you straight let me just start here i'm like this is what i'm looking for blah 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 blah. like i want a committed relationship i want a monogamous relationship eventually i want kids i want this i want that and he's like okay uh, which i feel like is a good thing because most guys don't know and can't read minds so mm-hmm. they wouldn't they want a woman or a person that just like here's the list mm-hmm. read it yeah. do you agree sign here right i don't i don't want to go on dates <laughs> yeah it's like i don't want to go on dates and like have feelings and do this and be excited and then be like but also we don't want any of the same things so what are we doing right I, yeah I, I hate wasting time too no matter what it is walking slowly i hate wasting time so <laughs> you do you do walk fast i don't i can't walk as fast as you but you especially when we're hiking for our photo shoots and i'm like i'm the one in the back yeah. i'm like i'm catching up i love walking fast but i can't really walk too fast with crutches now but even with crutches i'm not that slow so. i was gonna say i feel like you'd be faster on crutches to be honest now you got three points of contact running yeah i'm getting faster each day you got like a way longer stride that you can power through (laughs) (laughs) oh before i forget so angela you just celebrated two years with noah and i just 
I remember the adorable, you know, social media posts that you both made about each other. Did you do anything special for your two year anniversary? We did. We, because our schedules are so crazy, we didn't really have time to book anything to go anywhere. But our friend Adam and Amanda um, have a house down in San Diego and they were out of town actually. So they just let us stay there for free, which was great. We just got to walk just had to watch the puppies mm-hmm. so we were Which there is like a bonus honestly yeah so we yeah. were there for like three days and we just had this whole huge house it was beautiful in san diego to ourselves we went one day to the beach to like like uh where did we go la jolla and just kind of walked around it was really hot so i was just getting i was like when i get really hot i'm like Ugh, I'm same afraid. but um we had a really great time the next day we just didn't do anything we literally just like lounged Lounge. around and watched movies quality time and physical touch mm-hmm. 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 That sounds amazing and we <laughs> just like would cook food and just basically spend time being around each other because mm-hmm. you know since then probably I haven't seen him in like a week or so. He was he had a show in Sacramento yesterday. I've been on sh- shoots and sets and set work and all kinds of things for makeup. We actually have a date night scheduled tonight. We've been really terrible at scheduling date nights, so we're trying really hard to figure out how to carve out time to mm-hmm. spend time with each other because right now our schedules are so crazy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a new thing that I'm navigating that I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing is like, this is the longest relationship since my marriage and I don't like, and we don't live together. So keeping him on the higher priority list, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making th- time, making time because for me and yeah. being like having to support myself, especially like after the divorce, I had to do a lot of stuff to get back to able to supporting myself because I was, um, when I was married, I was working part time doing makeup just pursuing makeup um which was great but then all that happened i had to change directions do all kinds of things Mm -hmm. so now it's like i've been so busy just to make sure that i can make ends meet and Mm -hmm. getting out of the pandemic and everything right so now it's like oh don't forget about him so that's a new thing that we're now navigating that i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and i know he's been super busy especially I mean, even during the pandemic with comedy shows mm-hmm. that are outside of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, how do you, you know, navigate keeping, you know, each other a priority while you're away from each other? It's been a lot of FaceTimes. So before, like, we would just text each other, but I feel like we would go far and few in between texting and or the texting just got a little monotonous. Little monotonous, and so we would just. So now, what we do is we actually Facetime each other. Yeah, I don't call a lot of people, but he's one of them. I'm like, I just want to see your face and hear your voice. Mm-hmm. So he stayed in San Francisco for a month doing a comedy tour, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love that city. I ended up going up there for a weekend, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but just trying to like, hey, can you chat? Hey, can you chat? Hey, I want to hear about your day. Hear that? So it's mm-hmm. we're kind of going away from text messaging because it's not mm-hmm. as fulfilling from the for the both of us. Yeah, there's a lot of like. Like connection that gets lost via just words versus yeah, yeah and you can read a word twelve different ways, one hundred percent. And you know, when and you FaceTime, st- yeah, FaceTime can be a, a a type of quality time that you spend with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and we usually yeah. like play silly jokes and we'll do silly voices or we're like come up with like what did he what does he call it a bit and he's like you gotta go along with the bit and sometimes i'm not in the report sometimes he is sometimes i am and i'm like oh sorry you know so th- like we still have a lot of fun doing that 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just, now we're just learning and like, okay, now we're in the two years, which is kind of out of the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. of like, oh, this is where the work happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Let's wow. do it. So well, we're figuring it out. I'm excited for you both. And, and I know that there are probably people listening who are wondering or maybe um, considering going into an age gap relationship mm-hmm. as well and what advice would you give to those people who are da- you know considering dating significantly older or younger i would just say just pay attention to their habits especially what i have significantly noticed is like someone will really show their true colors to you after like three or four months of dating mm-hmm. and if you see us don't ignore the red flags i ignored them for this person that was six months that was i was nine years older and it was just like if something doesn't sit right with you bring it up to them and then if they react and get defensive it's usually like "Mm." Mm -hmm. they're they're unwilling to address it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and especially if like if you're nervous to bring something up with them because you're afraid of how they're gonna react then that's probably a red flag Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think especially with someone who's younger especially with noah he's younger he's still figuring out his life and you know um paying his bills and he's living in his own apartment which is great Mm -hmm. and living by yourself is a huge thing so it's like people might be in different milestones of their lives compared to where you are and that's okay Mm -hmm. so i had to kind of let that go of like well he's not an established and he's not an enough but then i have to think about me i'm like well neither am i (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's fine it doesn't matter so i think the most important thing is like as long as you guys are can communicate and you're compatible enough really it doesn't matter because my sister was like i would never think about dating younger i'm like neither would i Mm -hmm. until i met him it just happened yeah you're not like pursuing a younger relationship no because even when i was i did the dating apps Mm -hmm. and i would never ever have anyone be in this age range i would never put my search criteria at 22 or 21 right ever Mm -hmm. now i would probably think differently but at the immediate time the immediately get fuckboy energy be out yeah (laughs) yeah i know where this is going game over because also too it's like the idea of like dating older that's like nine or ten years older it's like the idea of like dating a serious dude and who's got all of his ducks in a row couldn't be more boring Mm -hmm. you know what i mean by the way dating older doesn't necessarily mean dating more mature agree they can they can be an older fuck boy (laughs) yes (laughs) on paper they might seem like the perfect person but then you're like wow they really don't know what they want either and they really are just wasting time it's a fake Mm -hmm. resume it's a fake resume (laughs) so really age is just a number because like uh date older and younger and there's there's both mature and immature people on both sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. so just you know find the compatibility with with that specific person and see if something's there and if it is then pursue it yeah yeah and if if you guys if you guys talk really well and you communicate and you can get really deep with each other and have a lot of fun and laugh with and at each other i mean Mm -hmm. honestly like you can't really go wrong yeah because that's the thing like he's kind of clumsy and will like i think there was one night he was in my cottage apartment place that i was living and i think he broke three glasses and it was just like (laughs) random and i I was literally like i need you to stop touching everything yeah (laughs) And he's like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening. I was like, you're just having a really bad clumsy moment and stop touching things. Yeah. 
And, but it was just funny because it's like in the end, it's just stuff. Who cares? And he just felt so bad. He's like, I'm so sorry. And I, like he would drop one and one broke in his hand. And I don't remember what happened. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he was drunk or anything. It was just happened. Yeah. But it was just so funny. And we just laugh at each other too. And I think as long as you guys can really have fun with each other, it's really, mm-hmm. you can't be, you got to be serious sometimes that you're serious and then not serious sometimes they're not serious. Yeah. Because you're serious all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, really it's fun to have someone that's playful. And, and I think for me with any situations like that where they're younger, uh, I just, you need to be able to like take initiative and take action for yourself because I can't stand, I've been in, I've been in two relationships where they're younger and things like where it's like, well, can you just do this for me? I'm like, no, like maybe you don't know how to do this. Cool. You're young. And I understand that, but like, learn how to do it. I'm not here to do this for you. Right. And same thing. And I can, t- and what I have trained myself to do, because in the beginning I would want to do it cause I'm a cancer and wants to help everyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, I tell him, I have some ideas. Do you want to figure this out on your own or do you want my advice is mm-hmm. what I've had to train myself to do. Which yeah. Sometimes it's really hard because I just want to do it. Yeah. Cause no matter what, if you just give it to someone, they're probably going to be resistant. And if you ask them and they take the time to choose that they want it, like there's a lot more likelihood that they'll take what you're saying. Right. Right. So, and it's happened both ways. So he's like, no, nah, let me figure it out. And I'll get, let you know if I get stuck on anything. Like, right. right. Whatever. He's like, mm. I'm like, okay, here's how, what I would do. Yeah. Type of thing. So, but yeah, it's been great. I'm happy. Good. I'm happy. Yes. Yes. Any, uh, closing questions or thoughts or stories? Uh, I'm just a huge fan of Angela and Noah. I think they're <laughs> always super cute together. I am so happy. It's, you know, working out and I'm very happy you just celebrated two years. And that's really all I have to say is, you know, if, if anyone out there is compelled to, you know, follow your heart and uh, age is just a number. Mm-hmm. Age is really just a number. And to be honest, like we haven't really talked anything specific, but like I can tell you it was like, um, Oh, I would love to go there. Spicy spices. Because I, yeah, I would say I asked him, and I was like, if they, if we start talking about sexy things, he's like, I don't care. So, um, which is really great because um, age is just a number, and I've been with someone who's older and doesn't know what they're doing, and I've been someone with younger who knows exactly what they're doing, and also can take pointers. Yeah, like but again, willing to listen. Willingly, it's like, oh, let's try this. Ooh, let's try that. Ooh. Whatever. And yeah. like I'm very much a Jen in the bedroom. I'm very much a I'm very much a Jen. <laughs> very Jen. <laughs> and and um so we're both kind of navigating like what makes each other feel good and like mm-hmm. we kind of have the skeleton down and now we're just kind of adding to it. Um what I have learned with someone who's been older is that um sometimes they're just like i said stuck in their ways and just know what they like and then that's kind of this has worked for everyone else so it has to work for you right i like having sex for two hours and never coming is that cool no (laughs) no fucking heart get out of (laughs) here on the flip side i've had both uh like both stereotypes where i've had the young guy that's doing like crazy shit that i'm like i feel like we're like professional wrestlers or some shit yeah (laughs) what is this (laughs) and then on the flip side i've had someone older who i'm like for real you need to stop and turn the air conditioner on right now or like you know take a breather or stretch out like (laughs) god damn it come on 
So yeah, I mean, and and you can have both of those experiences with other with the opposite right. ages. But yeah. I just I've had those stereotypes with like I've the, had them too, and let especially me with pick like, you up over my head and do weird shit. Like what? This is this can't be comfortable. We're doing like a workout right now. <laughs> And then, like, to, to the opposite of, like, you feel like if they're too young, they finish too fast or whatever. Yeah. And that's, honestly, it doesn't matter the age and sometimes it just happens. And mm-hmm. it happens to both people of every type, so it doesn't matter. Right. So. Um, right. And I, I honestly find, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, I find that a huge majority of that is just your mental space. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in your head about whatever, for whatever reason, whether it's your relationship, whether it's things outside your relationship, whatever, it, all of that dysfunction comes from your head. So anyone listening that's having any kind of sexual dysfunction, mm-hmm. try doing some therapy, journaling, reading some books, meditating. something, meditating, Get, like work mm-hmm. through the garbage in there. Because sometimes you don't even know that it, it's not like you're like, oh, yeah, for sure this thing is a problem that I'm ignoring. Sometimes you don't even realize that there's mm-hmm. like something still sticking to your brain that's like. And that's happened to both of us where mm-hmm. oh, I, same. like he's initiated and I'm like, you know, I just keep thinking about a blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, well, let's figure that out. Or yeah. vice versa where he's like, you know, he's come over and I'm like, I'm hot and heavy, ready to go. And, and I'm like, hey, and he's in a sh- just in a, a cloud <laughs> thunderstorm of garbage, yeah. and I'm like, ooh, okay, no, let's redirect, yeah, and let's figure that out, <laughs> right? And that's beautiful to acknowledge the redirection in that because I think on the flip side, I've been in places where someone sees that as a rejection. Yes, mm-hmm. like I don't find yes. you attractive or love you or want to have sex with you anymore or whatever, and you're just like, mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to do with that. It's just like a thing that I. It's like you caught me yeah. during work hours in my head right now and I'm trying to like resolve this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually a big thing in my marriage was mm-hmm. um, because it was, it was always a thing of like, I'm like trauma uh, of like, you owe me. Yes. Mm-hmm. You owe me, which really mm-hmm. turned me off. Yes. And then any time it was always very painful and then I never wanted to do it. And then I would just turn him down and then he would feel rejected and then right. and the more resentment and everyone just felt bad about the whole situation because we didn't know how to communicate because we didn't know how to tell each other that we were in our own brains. Right. And now you have both made enough experiences that your association with sex is something negative. And then it just perpetuates the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And the immediate, for me, my body shot shit. Shits or shits or shuts down. I mean, everyone shuts down. Whatever. (laughs) Um, The minute that I feel like, especially when I go for a long time, um, I feel like it's gonna hurt. Yeah, it has never hurt ever with Noah ever. So this is an old thing, Mm -hmm. old thing that I've had to get out of my brain, reprogram. And so Mm -hmm. there's been a couple times where, like, there was probably like two months where we weren't physical, and he's like, "What's going on?" Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Let me brain about it. I feel like it's gonna hurt because it's been so long." Yeah. He's like, well, let's work through that. And so there's a lot of warming up, which is always great for me. And I'm mm-hmm. always fine with that. Yeah. And which, uh, yeah, I don't know any women that aren't. Right. Like, no, just dry jam it in there. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> which was, dry, my, which was <laughs> dry jam it. Because that was coined. Like, exactly. Copyrighted. Right. Just, just stick it in and see what happens. Dry oh jam it. Dry jam. Oh, that just sounds like pain. <laughs> Give me a good no old dry jam. jam. <laughs> no type of jam. <laughs> dry jam brought to you by. I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> so, because it was always like, you owed me in my marriage. And it was just, uh, and at that time, I was so scared to do anything for a lot of, like anything sexual. I was just always so scared because it was always like, you're going to get an STD or pregnant. It's kind of what my mom was like. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think a lot of women have been programmed to feel that way, especially our generation. Yeah. And so if you have sex with anyone other than your husband, you're going to have some sort of life altering, terrible fucking, you know, hell sent Mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. Which is not true. Right. It's not. But that's what we, I feel like our generation has been programmed with. It's like, you are a fucking terrible human, you Mm -hmm. know? So now what we do is if I get into the moment and I feel scared or I feel nervous about it, I just tell him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, let's redirect and Mm -hmm. let's try something else. So I have learned the more you say how you feel, the more resolution you're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because how can anything be resolved if it's not even like there's no awareness around it? Yeah, and especially it's like, especially the guy who's like, we're supposed to know you're supposed to go down on me. I'm like, ugh, well, um, you didn't tell me, so no. Right. You know, whatever. So it's like, I think the biggest thing, literally between any relationship, friendship, relationship, person, siblings, family, is just communication. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that as a species, we haven't figured it out yet because it is every aspect of our life. Mm -hmm. And like you said, yeah, relationships, job, raising children, anything, everything, everything in our life revolves around communication. And yet we still, uh, pretty much everyone has to work on it. Mm -hmm. And, and I think there is definitely a training that you have to learn to not take the tone personally. There's that is hard. I will. I will admit that is something that I have a really hard time Mm -hmm. with because I feel like I've spent so much of my life reading people between the lines Mm -hmm. and reading body language and tone of voice and all these things that I, you can tell me whatever words, but I am listening to your body language. Right. Tone of voice comes in heavy with that, so it's hard to disconnect that one. Yeah, and that's really hard. So when I was doing the 14 months of therapy of how to talk to your significant other, because I I was like that. I was immediately defensive. I would sit in the room and I would this is what he really arms. means yeah and this is I was like you're not listening to me and so she's like hold on <laughs> she she would tell him was like okay can you hear the words that she's saying he's like well she and he would immediately get defensive mm-hmm. because if it was the sound the the tone that I was doing and, it, right. and it's so I was like oh okay and then I took that information and then you redirect it to literally anybody in your life of there are some people who don't know how to communicate and this is the only way they know how to communicate and just be thankful that they're trying they're to doing communicate their best. Yeah. You, even though they're being guess, childish ridiculous and yeah. loud and aggressive yeah. and you're like if i lo- yell louder i'm more right yeah and i'm like <laughs> so i hear you saying that the thing that i did to you made you upset I apologize. And mm-hmm. I have all, I mean, we've all done this in like some sort of management training where yeah. it's like, you just talk a little bit lower than they do. And then right. they'll tend to calm down. Yeah. yeah they'll follow you. And, and this book over here, I'm actually, it's set aside so that Jen can read it in the hospital. Um, getting the love you want. Mm-hmm. And it's about the Imago dialogue. And I think that I've talked about it before actually, cause I think we did a whole little, on one of our episodes. yeah, we did a little, uh, role yeah. playing with it in I one episode. I remember that yeah. episode. That was a yeah. good one. And, yeah. and this is like a hundred percent aligned with what you're saying, where it's like, this book is just literally an entire book on how to talk to your significant other. And then a bunch of exercises to do to 
like reinforce what you've read in the book because it's one thing to read all of this and then not use it right so you read it all and do the exercises immediately regardless what it's about like Mm -hmm. um hi so this towel is folded up on the counter instead of hanging let's go through this exercise to discuss this even Mm -hmm. though it's kind of an irrelevant like i don't fucking care this towel's here instead of there but let's use this as an opportunity to practice what we learned in the book so. right and i do think they're like you shouldn't ignore tone because if someone is degrading and yes. talking down to you and making you feel like shit like don't, i'm not saying to completely ignore the emotions of it mm-hmm. but in a fit of explosion like jen has said of like keep someone keeping someone all these things bottled up and then like unloading weird thing that happens of like breaking a glass and they explode like oh the glass broken is the issue exactly yeah you'd be surprised how many times when i was in therapy we talked about the freaking dishes (laughs) (laughs) talked about the freaking dishes and so the therapist is like trying to talk to my ex-husband decode what do you understand that she's actually not talking about the dishes but she's actually just asking you for more help around the house so she can spend time with you yeah and then it all boils back down to the love languages honestly yeah i feel like on like honestly so much of it is it's just like a pyramid right it's Mm -hmm. like you're not getting the the kind of love that you want or need Mm -hmm. and then when you aren't your communication turns into this which is like a redirection of trying to address the thing indirectly Mm -hmm. like i want you to fucking brush my hair because that makes me feel like you want to you know touch me and that makes me feel loved or whatever or you want you want your oil changed or whatever but then when that doesn't happen then it's like you want your oil changed yeah yeah you need your oil changed physical touch i need my oil changed thank you please and thank you but yeah it's 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 interesting how love languages and communication is honestly i I feel like yeah you know 90 percent of right and i think it really doesn't matter what the age is it's just i think the biggest thing is just be open to it Mm -hmm. because i wasn't for a really long time jen knows because he was like running after me all the time at the end of each you remember jen like at the remember at the end of each show he was like flirting and making jokes but also how adorable is it when there's someone like i thought it was annoying i was like it's so cute and i was like what is happening what is this child doing yeah i don't care yeah like really and everyone was like and you should what about noah and i'm like he's a child what is come on what does he really have to offer oh i'm an idiot you're not an idiot you're dumb so and you know now i get to and then when people like find out like our age difference or like especially when i meet his friends and they like find out how much older like oh i thought you were like 27 28 you're like like, "Uh uh-huh great thank you i know know. (laughs) it's my favorite so i'm just gonna tell him i was like i'm 52 you know yeah (laughs) they won't know the difference 47 years old wow Really? Oh, you look fucking great. I have I have children with children. <laughs> what? They're horrified. Yeah. I so that would just be this. Just be open for it. So that's something that I'm just trying to tell my sister because she wants a date, but she's like, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. Open just up the age yeah. Part. I mean, what and, and yeah, like once you start stereotyping or categorizing people, you're already like selling yourself short. Yeah. Because. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It just matters what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. And and hey, maybe 90% of the people that are, you know, 10 plus years younger than you are, you know, dumb douchebags. 
that doesn't mean they all are. Right. And, and just because there's a higher percentage doesn't mean that, you know, you won't find someone that's just perfect for you. Right. Right. And he was in before he was in a relationship with relationship with me, he was in a relationship with someone else for two years. So I do know that like he had the capacity to be in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to wrap this bitch up. And, you know, um, I want to send everyone over to your Instagram, too, which is at Angela Santori, M-U-A. And it's Angela, A-N-G-E-L-A, Santori, S-A-N-T-O-R-I, M-U-A. So go to your Instagram, see all her beautiful work. She is um, the makeup artist that does all of my photo shoots, too. And her work is amazing. Thank you. Also, your photography is amazing. So, yeah, go follow her. If you need makeup for whatever, Mm -hmm. hit her up. Literally whatever. For whatever. (laughs) I need some butt makeup, girl. Yep, I've done it. (laughs) I've done wiener makeup. I've done butt makeup. I've done all kinds of makeup. She's going to get like slammed with DMs about wiener makeup now. (laughs) I'm going to charge a lot of money for that. Do it. Girl wants to buy a house someday. Yeah, there's going to be some dry jamming. All right, until next time. Oh, and you know, go hit up the liquor fountain. I know we uh, already kind of touched on that, but go yeah, hit up the, the liquor, liquor fountain, fountain, get some red wine in a can. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. This can's so pretty. I feel like you could grow some like plants out of this I can. Know. I feel like it's so cute. Cut the top off and put the mm-hmm. 203 Fountain Avenue. They're on Instagram at the liquor fountain. They also have an app if you would like to download it and have your booze delivered. Mm-hmm. And I would like to just say, you know, um, if you want to send Jen some get well money or gifts or something, what's your Venmo? My Venmo <laughs> is at Jennifer dash Brofer. So J E N N I F E R dash B R O F E R. Anything helps because I'm not going to be able to really work for a little while a long ass time man <laughs> yeah she's... thank you for all your support yeah send her some food send her some i don't know some some massages or something i don't know yeah. or money <laughs> money just send her money she'll get her own massage <laughs> anyway all right until next time bye 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 go suck go some dukes <laughs> everyone <laughs> Thanks for listening. 